Welcome to the Military OneSource podcast. Military OneSource is an official program of the Defense Department with tools, information, and resources to help families navigate all aspects of military life. For more information, visit militaryonesource.mil. Welcome to the podcast. Bruce Moody with you here today. It is summertime. Uh, which for the purpose of today's episode, we're going to characterize as that period of time between one school year and another. It's summer vacation, also known as that time when parents would love to get a book in the hands of their kids. So with that, we're going to talk about the MWR Summer Reading Program. And to do that, let's bring on our guest, Brandy Stevens, the manager of the Navy General Library Program. Brandy, it's great to have you with us. Hello. Hello, Bruce. Thank you for having me on today. It's good to have you with us. You know, um, in introducing you, we're saying that you're from the Navy, but why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and, um, you know, what it is that you do for, for the summer reading program? Well, as you stated, I am the program manager for the Navy MWR Library Program. And for the MWR Joint Services Summer Reading Program, um, we coordinate uh, the program for all of the other services and uh, execute the program for them through contracting. We handle the budgets and financing, um, and we coordinate pretty much from a top-down level. Okay. All right. Well, you're Navy. I'm retired Navy, um, but uh, we won't tell any, any sea stories today because uh, today's episode is all about stuff for all the services, all the families, and all the branches. So let's just get right to it. Uh, the MWR Summer Reading Program. Why don't you tell us a little bit about what this program is? So the MWR Summer Reading Program is designed for the military community readers. The history of the MWR Reading Program started in 2010 when the joint services, all of the libraries got together and they wanted to combine resources to implement um, something a little bit more sustainable for each of their services. Um, the first program launched that summer with the theme Voyage to Book Island and um, for the history, the rest of it is pretty much history. So th you mentioned the themes. So these themes, themes change from year to year. How, how, how does that come about? Um, the themes are selected by a group of librarians. The program that we use is called iRead. And it's a committee from the Illinois Library Association, a team of librarians. Um, there's about 15 of them that get together. They're programming librarians, children's librarians, and they select a theme each year. They start three years before the theme that they actually generate is used, and they have criteria that they use whenever they select a theme. They would like the theme to be universal and promote reading, be focused, interpretation, something that is uh, universal for all of all readers. They would like the readers to be engaged in, in what the theme is and be able to relate to it. That's really interesting. I honestly did not know how much work and preparation, frankly, so much thought goes into the themes and, and how this com comes around. So is this program for just kids or uh, can adults participate? The program is for all ages, from our infants all the way up through. Um, we have a lot of retirees who love our program. So it's the summer reading program, so you really don't specify 
what to read. So uh, are we talking just books or, you know, are we talking about maybe also newspapers, magazines, uh, maybe audiobooks? What counts within the summer reading program? First, everything counts for the summer reading program. And as technology changes, we've had to change how we count our challenges. So every year we, um, we have challenges. Sometimes they're how many minutes can be read. Uh, right now, that's what the challenges are, is how many minutes a person can read. And so if you are reading a menu online or a news article online or a book or a newspaper, magazine, any reading counts. <laughs> that's really interesting. I spend way too much time reading tweets. And so to kind of break my brain from FOMO, uh, I'm currently working my way through a 1,300-page book. I'm about 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 a third of the way through. <laughs> so uh, I'm glad to understand the way in which you can track your reading because uh, it's very likely that my sum total otherwise would just be one. So for this program, how many, how many folks do you have enrolled this summer? Right now we have over 60,000 readers enrolled. And I looked at some data because I was getting ready for our podcast today. And our current um, number of minutes read is over 47 million. That just blows me away. That's really awesome. Okay, so 47 million minutes of reading has already happened. Can people still join the program or is is it too late to join? No, um, the program is uh, it's designed to last a minimum of six weeks, but um, it's installation-based. The installations select the time that they have their summer reading program. Um, so they can do it for six weeks. Some installations do it for uh, 10 weeks. Some do it for eight. And it's not too late to join. Many installations are just getting started. And we have a website uh, that we can direct people to to get more information about what installations are participating. Um, if uh, a reader wants to join our summer reading program and they're not close to a military installation. We are also offering a DOD virtual summer reading program. And um, that information will also be available on the website that we hand out. That's really good information because people who may be in the Garden Reserve, um, maybe some distance away from, you know, sometimes time zones away from the installation that they um, are assigned to or connected to. So, so that's really good information. So it's a link. We'll put it in the program notes of this episode and people can click through. Generally speaking, what are people going to do when they sign up? And, and how do you track what is read or how many minutes are read? So the patrons track their own minutes. They use the website that we will push out to our readers who want to participate. And they sign up through that website and they track their own reading minutes. This is great. So, you know, reading is great in itself. I, I wonder if there are any uh, incentives for tracking your reading in, in, the, in the summer reading program. Or are there incentives? Are there prizes? Uh, what, what happens after you've logged in your time? Well, as a librarian, I always like to say that reading is its own reward, but the incentives that we offer are a lot of fun and they're related to the subject of reading and specifically to the theme that we offer each year. Um, some of the incentives that we offer are things like Bluetooth speakers, toys for children that are related to the theme, um, t-shirts and um, water bottles, coloring materials. Um, we've also offered like baby blankets. Um, there's 
our incentives are pretty amazing. Sounds really great. Brandy, anything else uh, on the summer reading program before we wrap up? I do want to say that every installation picks their own challenges. So you're welcome to join the virtual program as well as your installation program. Our DOD virtual program has a, a challenge where we're trying to have our readers read a million minutes in the time le- length that we have allotted for. Um, I checked that and we're now at uh, over 600,000 minutes a I want to thank our readers for helping us. It looks like we're going to meet our goal this year, and and that's really great news. A lot of good memories. Growing up, I was brought to the library routinely by my parents, by my school, and uh, I have a real affection for libraries and for reading, of course. Brandy Stevens, thank you so much for joining us. Brandy is a manager of the Navy General Library Program with us today to talk about MWR's summer reading program. And I uh, just want to remind you, Military One Source, we are official. We are part of the Department of Defense. Our boss works in the Pentagon. That's how officially Department of Defense we are. We are many, many things. We are uh, many websites. We are a call center. We're now a podcast. So definitely subscribe to this podcast. We cover all kinds of topics that help military families navigate military life. I'm Bruce Moody. Thanks for listening. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.